Good morning, podcasters, listeners, everyone out there. How y'all doing? It's Good Vibes with Jason B. of Broadvines and more podcast, and let's get the morning started off with. Um, today, I'm not really feeling too good, but I was feeling so grateful in the last 24 hours in reflection of my episode called Parenting. Um, that episode was pretty much all about my perspective on parenting as a concept, an idea, um, an action, uh, participation. Um, you know, it's important to understand that parenting has a big impact big impact and it can go a long way if you understand what it really means so yeah thank you very much for uh, listening to that episode and also uh i created another episode called creating uh, assets um that's creating assets is not just about how much money you're going to be making or bringing in but um it's also about basically about the people you bring in your life and keep around your life you know yeah a lot of times we don't think about you know um there are people that basically are taxing they're taxing our lives they're taxing our our time you know they could be as close to you as a brother a sister mother brother you know whatever um uh, a close friend that you've known for generations or for a long time you know, so uh, just to keep in mind that uh, your your time is precious and creating an asset of living the best way you possibly can is very important. So thank you for listening to that, as well as some of my other episodes um, in these first two weeks of January. Um, that really means so much to even just get, you know, 25 to 35, 45 listeners, you know, per episode. I'm looking to top that mark of 100 and and my long-term goal is to get it at least a thousand listeners you know a thousand listeners at least to one episode so i know that that episode somewhere out there if it hasn't already been made is out there to be you know discovered and um, to see how it impacts people i'm not looking to gain really much money from this because my podcasting station is all about my personal ideas and my impressions my observations and so on and so forth so thank you again for listening to uh good vibes of jason b um and let's get further on the show so uh last night i was staying at my my girlfriend's house and um, i couldn't sleep and a lot of people have been talking about that series you know r kelly on lifetime and i really didn't want to watch it considering everything that I already deal with and the main reason why is because I just really don't want to hear about how evil how negative people can be and um but I gave it a little bit of a listen and I was disgusted I my feeling inside my initial feeling inside was disgusted because I watched about probably 10 to maybe 20 minutes of the program of the first episode and it just it wasn't fulfilling it wasn't good and the man is disgusting in my my mind whether it's someone trying to set him up in the media or whatever it's just to me the evidence is overwhelmingly um impressionable so uh and that raises another point you know um, this is a reason why to uh, especially for those who are fathers of daughters, um, 
or parents of daughters be active give them love give them encouragement because what they're going to face is much tougher than what we face as men so um you know build the attachment to you but not not to others so that would be my my daily advice um in the news today i was listening to uh what was it how they were talking about jeff bezos is going to go through a divorce and can you imagine what was it 67 billion dollars of your assets are going to go to your now ex-wife and it's been rumored that he was seeing somebody else or starting to see somebody else and that maybe his assets as the ceo of amazon are going to be divided in half so this maybe that's a blessing in itself you know this big tech giant this big um, material uh commerce um, retailer is gonna be demonopolized in a way through divorce and maybe that might do the world some justice so um i'm sorry jeff bezos if you are getting a divorce i it's unfortunate but that's your choice and to his wife i'm also sorry that your marriage did not work out for you so uh, you know it's man i don't think divorce is good in by any means if at all possible try to make it out but to before to have to think about having to work it out or you know saying that speech is um be take more time to get to know your partner really get to know and have established goals in your relationship um that would be my relationship advice um you know it kind of relates yet to yesterday's episode about parenting you know if you're not thinking about the person you're with how they could be or what they're gonna have to go through you know when children come into play you can just imagine being a major businessman and billionaire i don't know people um it's not worth it it's not worth to to find the wrong person so take your time um don't try to be the person that is uh trying to please but um understand that where you're gonna go with it um means a lot so um yesterday i had a discussion with a good friend of mine and i would have to say he's kind of like a business mentor to me um we were talking in our our discussion he called me up on facetime while i was driving which normally i would not accept because it's just too dangerous you know on the california freeways and um but it was a good discussion because i was just listening more than i was looking and he mentioned some things he mentioned a term ipa and it's not really like the beer you know ipa but you know um i forget what he said the definition of ipa but it was basically down is just like what you're going to invest in personally today that may not be paying out today could be paying out in the future so invest your time um there are side hustles there are um tools that um you could use but just remember just like a carpenter you got to have the house to build before you can use the tools just because you have the tools and you know how to use the tools is not enough 
use your tools for a good purpose you know be of service so um that was very impressionable thank you matt i really do enjoy our talks um you know that and that's another thing uh build a support system around you um sometimes we're not getting the the love the attention sometimes we're not getting exactly what we need and some people will break down and say oh i'm not getting this i'm not getting that well it's really all on you right but at the same time let's look at it in a positive light let's look at uh the time you spend around good people is an investment for you and for them and building a mastermind group as i've been to discovering is just you know find the people that you really admire you know in in business or whatever lifestyle and look at the design of the blueprint that you want to execute and become um that can go a long long way you know what i mean it's it's really as simple as um i'm not saying just want to hang around rich people because i don't want you to be a sellout but be around people that have the temperament the decision making the investment making the interpersonal skills that you really appreciate and that help you become a better person be around those people um i was listening to amber khan station and she was talking about her frenemies and the one thing that i took out of that was as i was listening to her story i was hearing how she was saying that she has people that just want to friends that want to use her to get the connections and this one friend just kind of like really did her dirty you know and then i was watching that series youth on netflix and i kind of talked about the same thing you know it's just like it doesn't matter of how wealthy you are or how poor you are um you really do have to be mindful of the company you keep um because those there are people that you know hide in plain sight and you just really got to listen so learn to be the listener and observer as well as the you know partitioner or actor in your own play um i really feel that um with whoever said you know show me the top five people that you hang around and i'll show you who you are and to be honest with you i don't know i haven't really been hanging around nobody i i hang out with my girlfriend my daughters and um i have a few friends on the phone list but i really haven't hung out so it made me think you know but then it made me think about the toxic people that i've been around too and as i'm shifting in maturing and going into a new light for my life um, working more in the career field that i've truly worked so hard to get to um it made me think about where that's going and it's okay to be a listener and an observer and don't you don't have to accept somebody else's misery or somebody else's garbage that's really what i got out of it so i guess that's why i've not been hanging out or talking to a lot of people 
Um, I'm just being the responsible dad that I'm, I'm supposed to be, but I do recognize you gotta take some time out for yourself. You do gotta give yourself some space from everybody. You do need to invest your mental time in you because, you know, as I've been observing my girlfriend with our daughter, she's exhausted. My daughter has been staying up lately and I don't understand why I feel for her. You know, we live in two separate households for now. Um, hopefully the goal in the end is to be under one household. So, um, yeah, just uh, pray for us and that we succeed in making our relationship great and uh, that we can buy a home together and, and make it work uh, or get it to let it flow to work um, in this next opportune time. And then what else do we have to talk about today? Um, I guess I'd have to say watch impressions. People can be very impressionable around you when they want something and when they don't want something. Be understanding and don't take offense that when you find out there are people that are users that cost you um, don't be so harsh or so mean um, the best thing I would suggest in that is because it's like in Don Miguel Ruiz's book um, the four agreements he says don't take anything personal and in that chapter he goes on to discuss um, the point basically of saying you know, when things happen or people do you wrong, to not get wrapped up in revenge. And it's so easy to lash out and to be emotional or to be destructive. And, you know, people are going to do you dirty. You know, people are not going to always fulfill the honorable thing or do the right thing. All that matters is, is you do the right thing you know, so to speak. And we're not always going to be able to do the right thing. You know, there are going to be times where you are just exhausted, to say the least. I mean, truly exhausted of people's bullshit, you know. And I've seen it firsthand. I've been through it firsthand. I've been the one who's been a bullshit, so I'm not no angel. I'm not. I'm not somebody who, you know, who uh, gets it to be free of um, that part of life. You know, I mean, uh, I guess in order to truly understand, you've had to been on both sides, and I could not agree more. You had to understand. Um, I had a friend not too long ago talk to me about um, that they were going through a breakup. And I was like, whoa, you know, you've been with that person for a long time. And then he was going on to explain that he just was tired of it. He was tired of going nowhere. But I kind of caught on to his thing by lis truly listening to him. He was basically saying that his girlfriend came with just way too much things that taxed him. Um, and that he found somebody else, you know, I mean, he dumped 
his girlfriend and then eventually got together with somebody else and someone who made him more feel alive but what it ended up explaining to me was and i've done this and i think so many other people have done this is he got rid of one to be with another kind of sounds shady if you ask me but you know it does happen it does happen frequently and it makes it kind of leads on to the next part of um you know things it's like the value you put in relationships the value you put in um your time with people you know i was i was just talking about this a minute a few minutes ago is going to be reflective in your life you know if you're with somebody who really taxes the shit out of you you know but but you've had your hand in it you know you help create this situation you know don't expect miracles but can you be honorable enough to walk away and say you know what i want to be honest with you it's over you know what i mean but and not just hold on to like okay hopefully it works out you know you really do got to believe in the intentions that you set forth in your relationship Um, relationships are very very important and it can lead into other things you know Um, I don't think there's a right or there's plenty of wrong ways to break up there's plenty of right reasons to stay but um, here's a few tips Um, if someone's breaking up with you this is the hardest one I've ever had to accept but if they break up with you and through a text message yeah it's kind of shady or actually it really is shady but if they break up with you over a text message nowadays just take it and look at it like wow they did me a favor and maybe they're setting me up for the next success or for the things that i need to accomplish that's really hard to take internally because like in the moment when you have feelings for that person you're like what the hell i put all this time and this value into you and then not all of a sudden you just don't like it no more as harsh as it may sound that's the real truth is is like not always are we going to be valuable and you know i come from an old school thought if you're with somebody you're with somebody don't waste your fucking time if if it was lukewarm feelings to begin with and don't waste your time if you're just looking for security because not only will you cost your time but you will cost somebody else's you will cost somebody else's heart you know and that can have repercussions so that's basically what i got from that and i told my friend i said you know what i wish you happiness i wish you success i didn't really ridicule him or tell him what my personal opinions were that i thought he was wrong because i mean sometimes you can just hear the bullshit in somebody's you know voice you can hear how they're just really going nowhere you know they're just trying to express themselves in their conscience without uh, facing consequence and that's i guess as a friend that's what i did it was like i may disapprove of his life of what he did you know because i just think he just dumped one to get with another um but at the same time i felt like you know what there's already enough misery and pain in that relationship and i don't need to add extra but when there comes a time if they're and there probably will come a time of discussion i'll just say look bro 
that's just too soon. There is, there's got to be a morality code in all of this. There's got to be a, some separation time, you know, not just because you want to get with another chick, you know. Um, some people have that philosophy. You want to get over one, get on a new one. I don't agree with that philosophy, you know, but I do believe and uh, be reflective of the things that work for you in that relationship. Be reflective in what is going on for that relationship and be mindful of how it ended. You know, what were the ingredients? What's going to set you up for success? You know, what attachments do you have? So, you know, keep in mind, that's my relationship advice for the day. Um, what do I have planned for today? Well, um, I came home to record a podcast to change some clothes and I'm probably going to go out over back to my girlfriend, spend some time, give her some relief from my daughter. And, um, you know, I just don't feel good and I'm just going to kind of like relax, be lazy a little bit, you know, drink some NyQuil or whatever, some cold medicine, get rid of this head cold and, um, just not really do much, you know? So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get on the airways. Um, special thanks to Sheena Diane for publishing my calling on her episode of, I think it was called clutter. Um, if you have not listened to the podcaster, Sheena Diane, she has two stations, uh, wham radio and Sheena Diane, her personal, um, definitely go out there, you know, and let, to give her a listen. She's a really cool lady and I do appreciate it. Um, I want to give also special thanks to, um, people that are, I just really admire their episodes. Um, Patrick from We Live on a Planet, who definitely I was listening to the other day. Um, I binge listened to Spidey Hex. Spidey Hex's pretty funny. Um, just be prepared. The guy, he is, you know, he's an unconventional. So I'll say that, you know, no criticism of him. Um, I was listening to Ant Capone, very in-depth, very interesting, mellow guy. And I believe he's going somewhere. Um, so Ant Capone, you definitely had uh, my attention this morning um what else is going on um as far as podcasters i've been switching over to listening to radio public i've been wanting to discover more podcasts more people to listen to different subject matter um i do like anchor i do for thank you anchor.fm for allowing me this opportunity to record and produce my material on at this time i really do appreciate you um, but I've been switching over to Radio Public and listening to stuff. So uh, there are names out there, podcasts. I don't know if they're on Anchor or where they're on, but Radio Public is where I find them. And it's interesting. Um, I forget who I was listening to yesterday. They were talking about Bushido. It is an ancient study of warrior art, of emotions and actions, how... A warrior should be how he should act and compose himself um i learned some interesting fun facts you know uh, the bushido code was written by a guy who didn't intend it to be for um the samurai at the time it wasn't intended for um even his own country he wrote his writings uh for um others so interesting yeah say at least well, that's all the time we have for Good Vibes Jason B of Bob Minds and More podcast. Um, I'm going to leave with this episode. Um, 
and thank you for listening um if you have time on apple itunes uh podcasts uh, leave me a rating i do appreciate it leave me a comment i'd love to read comments if you are here on anchor.fm please feel free to give a call in or an applaud lets me know that there is a listener or who the listeners are it's i won't contact if you don't want me to so don't worry about that but uh thank you for listening nonetheless if you're listening to me on another platform here on uh the podcast of worlds uh podbean radio public spotify google play so on and so forth thank you so much keep listening and we'll discover more things have a great weekend everybody How y'all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes with Jason B. of Broad Minds and More Podcast. So I'm actually on Twitter now. A few updates. I've actually created an email now for Good Vibes with Jason B. Um, I think it's just uh, goodvibesjasonb at gmail.com. So uh, that's an email that if you are listening to me on other platforms and you're not a subscriber to Anchor, you can email me with questions, responses, or even record an audio response if you want. Um, I found that you can use like Dropbox or things like that to kind of uh, help things along. So uh, thank you for all those who were listening about my episode about parenting. Um, it was primarily about really recognizing the point of responsibility, accountability, and love. Um, a lot of listens, I, I really, I'm forever grateful. So we're going to capitalize a little bit on that episode, and we're going to talk about something that we all might know about if, for those of you who are parents. Have you ever lent your device or an iPad or an Android device of some sort to your child to occupy their time? Have you ever just needed a moment without them nagging or, you know, picking at you, like I need to get dinner done or I need to finish up a report or you know, with kids, it's always an ongoing thing. There's, you know, on average, their attention span is five minutes or less on each task they're trying to, you know, uh, complete or get done. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, so at the age of four or five, I got my daughter her first iPad. It was her own. I think it was about four. And she had it for up until she was... I have to say nine years old, so she had an Apple iPad 2 for that amount of time, and it was quite a long time. And then she started taking the iPad out of its case, and then bam, it got cracked. And then we tried to repair it, and we took it to one of those uh, repair shops that, uh, you know, they said they were going to be able to fix it, but to tell you the truth, they kind of screwed it up even more. So it didn't work right. Anyway, so it was kind of a godsend. And my daughter at the time had been having issues. Like she wasn't able to focus on what I was saying. You know, she had nothing but problems, you know. So I was like, hallelujah, you know, I'm not going to replace this thing. And, you know, my daughter's not going to be attached to, you know, to her face and so on. So I noticed back then... When kids get on these devices, and I provided it, I admit it, um, that uh, 
their behavior starts altering from the first use. It becomes addiction for their mind to search for something to do. Um, I notice that they're constantly watching and not so much interactive motions, but just watching and responding at times. So, you know, I've been one of those podcasters that said, hey, keep your devices out of your kids' hands. Well, this is right. Why? So, I noticed when she when she did no longer had it, her iPad and it was broke, she wanted to use my phone. I was like, nope, my phone's for me and for my only use. You may get to use it once in a while, but don't count on it. So, eventually, I got my daughter into swimming. And it was a godsend because um, the, you know, she swims, she does her homework, she eats, she watches a little bit of TV, and she goes home. She goes to bed. Great program. Well, uh, 2018 for her birthday, her stepdad got her a new iPad. And I, I didn't know this was going to happen, and it started up again. The attitude, the attention problem, um, being snappy, um, temper tantrums. Now, if any of you parents have devices for your kids, I'm sure you've noticed this happens. So, is it so much the device? Is it the parents' blame? What is it? Well, I took it a step further in my own observation and started doing deduction, you know, like observing what happens in certain circumstances. So once I started doing that, I started noticing how her behavior shifted and how she became angry at certain times, and then she just put the the damn thing down. Well, so I started noticing she's searching for something to occupy her mind because she's bored. And nowadays, kids are lacking creativity because um, they have these devices. So she's not looking how to problem solve, her, problem solve herself. She's just looking for someone to give her the fast answers to get it out of the way. And how interesting is that? Because isn't that the same thing that we do as parents? You know, we don't think that it's it's doing much harm when we get these devices, but, you know, when you see your kid just literally throw themselves on the ground or scream because you're taking their iPad away, that's a problem. That's a symptom. So, yes, we all have busy lives. Yes, we apply ourselves to many different things. And sometimes our plate is way too full along with being a parent. But I want to offer a solution and not just taking the device away and not just compromising your deadlines or your work. The first thing that you got to notice is where is your time out of the day? How much of your time out of the day is dedicated to work? And how much of your time is dedicated to your family? And how much time is dedicated to yourself? So some people will say there's not enough time in the day, which I understand. Sometimes it seems that way. You know, you're up late at night, 
trying to get your homework done, if you're a student, you're trying to offer that little extra. Well, what happens when that little extra becomes all the time? Then it's an expectation. Then it impedes on your kids' time where guidance, learning, um, you know, mind-building things can be conducted. So I noticed my daughter was starting to have behavioral issues more and more. So I had told her mom that, uh, you know, I don't want this iPad over my house anymore. Don't bring it. And like so many others, it it was cool, but then my daughter started sneaking it over. And then I just didn't follow up and pay attention to what I was doing. Well, I ended up understanding that by me not holding the standard of, like, you know, keep it in my trunk and let it be a lesson to her. She can't touch it until she goes home. That's something her mom bought her, and that's something her mom can deal with, you know. And, you know, some parents will be on board. Some some parents will put, you know, time limits on their iPad. But, you know, even with time limits, if your kid is not using their cognitive skills, their creative skills, these are only symptoms to bigger problems that will arise as they get older. Now, my daughter is 11 years old. And, you know, she needs the structures to where she's going to start learning to becoming a young lady, a young woman. I mean, these girls are getting their cycles or menstruation cycles as early as 10, 11, 12 years old. And that's a scary time because their hormones change like anything, and the boys their own age aren't quite there. Boys are not developing as fast as girls are. And maybe it's partly because of what we're eating. But with boys, they uh, they don't start really developing puberty until 13 to, I'd have to say 17 years old is my best, ass, my best guess estimate. So with all these things, they need to have something to occupy their time. So what better ways to teach your children about money, about how it works, why it's used, how to save it, and how not to spend so much of it. You know, I am constantly working on my daughter's social maturity, and I can't tell you how important that is to me, ladies and gentlemen. So, for example, a lot of kids don't know how to handle rejection because of the video game age. They feel like they can press the button and start over. But that also is attached to the iPad and whatever. You know, it's the same thing. And what I noticed is when I started teaching my daughter, like, don't show your cards and don't show your emotions so easily to everyone because once you do, you're in their pocket. And she's all, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day she came home crying, telling me that some girls were picking on her. And she didn't know how to stand up for herself, verbally. She took to what they said to heart, and it really hurt her. Now, as you all, many of you know, that are parents of girls that are 10 years old, very impressionable, 
Titan, and it's very competitive that I notice being, you know, the for girls. They competing against each other through vanity, through performance in school, um, even sports. Um, it's never truly a healthy encouragement when they do these things. And I even notice grown-ass women that are constantly chasing their youth. You know, if there is, I, I've never met a woman who didn't say to me, I need to be on a diet, for example. So that could be a symptom to so many other things. But as I'm teaching my daughter about life, you know, the counterproductiveness of having a device plays a big role. You know, um, like, for example, I don't let my daughter watch Disney Channel too much only because they feminize the boys and the girls, they're trying to masculinize them into being leaders, you know. And I'm not saying that a girl can't be a leader because that's not what I'm saying. But uh, it kind of, to me, a lot of the shows encourage not individuality. They encourage basically to be competitive and catty. And so that's very dangerous. And that's all I'm going to say about that. But, um, yeah, I mean, your kids need your attention, your present tense. Your kids need your, your warmth, your ideas. And one thing I noticed as a parent, when I was trying to do my work, I got snappy with my daughter, and I really apologize for that. And once I noticed that she was really hurt by what I said, you know, I was like, hurry up and, you know, stop fucking bothering me here. Some shit like that. You know, I apologize to her, and she's like, why are you so mean to me, Dad? And it caught me. It caught me for a second, and I was like, you know what? I, too, am glued to what's on the screen. And it doesn't matter whether I was working or leisure. When you're when a child talks to you, give them your undivided attention and get them to look in your eye. Talk to you in your face. Validate that what they're saying and the experience and whatever they're trying to accomplish is being heard and recognized. Because the more that you push your kid away the more they're going to be attached to somebody else, somebody else's ideas. Their confidence is going to be attached to that, and that can get them in a lot of trouble. Well, that's all I've got to say on this particular issue at this time. I'm still undergoing uh, trying to find better methods to occupy a healthy mind like my daughter's and go from there. Thanks for listening to Goodbye to Jason B. of Broad Minds and More Podcast.